Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Monday in Pittsburgh. It's the legal tampering period, which is the kind of the buildup. It's like the it's like the appetizer. It's a very Ooh. filling, a very filling appetizer it's for a, free. Yeah, you can't finish your dish almost <laughs> because you eat so much. It's like when you fill up on bread. You're like, don't yeah. fill up on bread. You know, right? Especially at like a buffet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, here's another deal that just happened, too. I mean, okay. we're kind of breaking these live. I know some people are listening later. A guy I know you and I like, the Jags, once again, wow. uh, Fudakasi, the defensive tackle, signed yeah. a uh, – they gave him $30 million, um, looks like uh, – I can't tell how many-year deal. But he would have been the nose tackle type, three-year, $30 million. So the Jags have had three big signings in the last hour. Uh, names I liked, don't get me wrong, but uh, interesting that the big run stuffing nose tackles coming off one contract are getting three years, 30 million. Yeah, big money. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that the Steelers now have under contract, uh, assuming that they, I'm assuming they're going to pick up the Dwayne Haskins, uh, mm, right, 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 make him a restricted free agent offer. Uh, they haven't done so yet uh, as we, as we uh, record this, but the Kevin Colbert said they're likely to do so. And it's not all that expensive Expected to be. Yeah. yeah it's like $2.5 million. Mm-hmm. Um, does this then, do you think, take them out of the quarterback market in the draft? I think it, I think it largely does this year. I think that's well said largely does. The only caveat is if they adore somebody and he's still there, namely Willis. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, you know, I could see, for example, like, let's say Desmond Ritter or Sam Howell is there in the second round. I would be all ears on that. Yeah. But Both first guys, I but think not strong. Yeah. I think first round, it largely takes you out of that equation unless Willis is there. And then it's a conversation, you know, right. it's, it's not a slam dunk. Right. I mean, if you haven't signed a guard and Zion Johnson's there, I mean, well, to be honest, if they adore Willis, you just take him. I mean, because you can never. Have it's quarterback, quarterback, yeah. It's quarterback. I don't think he'll be there at twenty. I don't either. I think I assume we agree that the trading up in the first round is now off the table for a quarterback. To you know, like yeah, they're not. If anything, they'll invest a pick because they're very fortunate that their guy fell to them, and they wouldn't turn their nose up at that. But I think the plan is linemen and receivers, and you know, uh, uh, non quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think when you don't have a quote unquote franchise quarterback, you're always in the market for one. It's never an idea to add to. It. Yeah, you, right. you never turn your nose up to, you know, at it. As much like the case when your franchise quarterback is later in his career, you don't turn your nose up at a, at a quarterback that you like. Right, um, right, right. And you get more aggressive with it. But they don't have to be aggressive at all now. No. At the quarterback. And it might indicate that they don't love this class, period. 
or you're just covering your base again a very kevin colbert like move you're covering your mm-hmm. your bases here if you had to line up tomorrow and, and you're happy game, about it you could do so yeah and, and it's not even like you're content to you're happy about it you know right. you chose this player it wasn't like man everything got picked through and this is the only thing that would you know only shirt that would fit me you know i mean it's you can they went out and got the thing they wanted if some beautiful thing falls in their lap, I think they grab it, but I don't think that'll happen. I think it's a 90% chance that day one in Latrobe is the three guys on the roster in some camp are. Yeah. And, you know, you, you just take that for what it's worth. Uh, and a better supporting cast. And a better supporting cast. You could take. You could take a defensive lineman. You could take a linebacker. You could take an interior line. You could take a right tackle in the draft. Yeah, you, you, you take I mean, a wide out. You could take a wide out. Your your options are now completely open because of what you've done. Thus, you know you've added the quarterback. You don't yeah. have to be in that situation where you're trading to get up into the top ten to get one of these guys. I don't think you want to be in that position this year. You know, it's just it's going to cost a fair amount. You don't want to. By no means do you want to lose your your first round pick next year. I don't even want to give up my second round pick next year. You know, I mean, they, they need to keep bringing in cheap high draft picks. You know, and uh, I, 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 the whole thing up thing was always a hard pill for me to swallow. I mean, I, I believe that you can never overpay for a franchise quarterback, but and frankly, no one thought Mahomes or Josh Allen or Lamar were perfect prospects either coming out, you know, Willis or whomever might be just as good when it's all said and done, but man, it's a lot to give up. If you got to go trade up or you're going to the draft saying, I have to get this guy. Especially when you have other, you have other holes on your roster and you don't have, you don't have a quarterback on the roster who was capable of carrying you until that guy was ready to go. That was a, you know, that was the the great thing for uh, Kansas city was that, they were able to to sit to play Alex Smith and let Mahomes just kind of play. Even even yeah, the, yeah, yeah. even the Ravens when they traded up to go get Lamar Jackson at the end of the first round, they still had Joe. There. They still had Joe Flacco there. He didn't even take over until week ten or something. Right. Like that. right. You know, were the Steelers in that situation? I, I guess you know, but where where were they going to be at after you know eight or nine games of Mason Rudolph? I don't know. And to be honest, I mean, that version of Alex Smith was coming off his best year ever. And that version of Flacco, who's not the shell of himself he is now, they're established NFL quarterbacks. I mean, Flacco had won a Super Bowl. You know, I mean, Smith was the first pick in the draft. They were top 15 quarterbacks at that point. They were the Kirk Cousins type, you know. The other nice thing that the Trubisky trade does for you, again, as we mentioned before, doesn't prevent you from moving up next year. Let's say, let's say you do make the playoffs this year and you're picking at 20 again. Well, you got a much deeper quarterback class next year, presumably. I mean, this is what everybody's presumably, talking about. Right. Where there's going to be three or four guys who are, who are you know, going to be top 10-ish picks. Mm-hmm. Well, not everybody's going to be shopping for quarterbacks again next year because how much movement are we seeing this year? So, again, then the, the, you know, the argument becomes, well, okay, so Atlanta goes and gets one. Maybe, I mean, there will always be teams. Yeah, maybe New Orleans goes and gets one. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're moving up to the top 10 to get the third, you know, to, to number 10. Or again, Mahomes was the 10th pick in the draft. Watson was 12. Right. I to mean, move, to move from, from say 20 to get up to a spot like that makes more sense than trying to get right. up in, into the top 10 to get one of these guys. Again, I mean, you and I are going to sit here and 
break down next year's quarterback class. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I had no clue. A year, a year ago, a year ago, you know, this time of year, Spencer Rattler was supposed to be a, a top. He was going to be the number one pick. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But last year's class had five go in the top 15. If you're picking 20, it's not hard to get in that neighborhood at all. Right. I mean, right. If it's a somewhat similar class. And I didn't think last year's quarterback class was historically awesome. It was good. I mean, I could see another one in that neighborhood where there's three top 10 guys. Okay. You know, I mean, if you're sitting there, there's no guarantee they'll even be at 20. We don't know the teams that make the playoffs. I mean, and if they, they could, did, yeah. Again, if they're Trubisky 15, probably played pretty well. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you're a playoff team, we might not need a quarterback. Yeah. No, I, so, I like it. I think it's really smart. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it works. Um, and, and we'll see what happens. Now, again, they, the Steelers get the opportunity now to just continue building their team. They didn't have, they didn't have draft capital this year to begin with mm-hmm. because they, you know, they don't have a fourth and a fifth round pick. We still haven't heard the compensatory picks. They're expected to get a four. Yeah. I would assume they will, but you know, but you never know exactly. Yeah. I mean, that formula, you know, we, we most of the season we thought they were going to get a three and a five, mm-hmm. and then playtime stuff came into effect, and you know you have to deal with what everybody else did in the off season as well. So, um, you know, you, the comp game is is a tough one to try to live with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, to predict as to which ones you're going to get. So here we sit on Monday, a little after two p.m., and Trubisky's a Steeler. If it's not official yet, we got to always throw the caveat out. Who's your next calls, or what positions are you kicking the tires on? These guards are going quick. The guards are going quick. How about this one? The uh, the Bills released Daryl Williams. Yeah, that's an interesting name to me. I'm not exactly sure why they did it. I thought they needed, he played they, fine. They needed the cap space. They yeah. had the, they they needed the cap space to be able to, to get other things done, and so they released him. He'd be somebody I'd be interested in. <laughs> He's a a right tackle that can play guard, but by no means is he going to play guard because there's not enough right tackles in the world to go around. He's the 15th best right tackle in the league to me. You know, I mean, he's not super old. Um, they, re, they restructured Mitch Morse's contract to the center, and they drafted Brown last year at tackle, so they kind of had a succession plan in place. He's better than Chooks. Um, he's better than Morgan Moses to me. Um, a healthy Trent Brown is probably similar. I'm just in terms of, you know, what these guys are going to ask for. So he'd be a welcome addition. Yeah, that would be a guy I would definitely check out. And again, that doesn't affect your comp formula. Which I, I have think, the point. I think yeah, is yeah. huge. Um, yeah. you know, it doesn't, doesn't affect that at all. So, uh, you know, I think that's, that's somebody at least kicked the tires on and say, Hey, you know, what's going on here? Do you, you know, we just say, hey, we signed, uh, we signed your teammate. Uh, you know, you just spent all this time with, with Mitch Trubisky. How about you come down here and join him in Pittsburgh? Yeah, right, right. Show us some things you did on offense. We'll show you some things we did on offense. You guys can make each other's acclimation period a little better. You guys could be roommates at training camp. You know? <laughs> exactly. The roommate theory. Absolutely. You know, we love that. No, I like it quite a bit. I mean, that, that makes a ton of sense. I hadn't thought of the comp pick thing. I mean, like, you know, the blurbs you're reading right now are, Baltimore is really interested in bringing back Sedaria Smith. Well, Sedaria Smith's really attractive because he doesn't mess up your comp pick and nobody cares about comp picks more than Baltimore, you know, and Williams from Buffalo is the same boat. I mean, that adds extra value to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that would be one to keep an eye on as well. It's a good uh, one. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. 
again, what a lot so much with the comp pick formula depends on also who you lose. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, you know, we haven't seen a lot of movement yet. We haven't heard anything yet on any Steeler players signing elsewhere. No. I sent you a thing yesterday from Mike Clay, where he did his yeah. free, his free agent a- rankings going into this going into this period. He had Juju Smith Schuster as a number one wide receiver available in this. Free I agent. saw that, and there's again a couple blurbs that he's getting interest already. You know, three teams are interested in Juju. I mean, nothing's happened by the time we're recording this. I I think I'd love for him to sign. I like Juju as a player. Don't get me wrong, and. We've had some conversations about bringing him back, his toughness, his leadership. But, boy, if he signs a big deal elsewhere, I think that's the best thing for the Steelers. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. You're, right. you're happy about that. I know, you know, it, it goes back to the Bud Dupree signing. I know people, well, Bud Dupree got overpaid, and and, and then they're, you know, and then they're screaming, why didn't the Steelers get a third-round compensatory pick for him? Well, because he was hurt. Because he was hurt, right, right. So he didn't reach a lot of the playtime Nine out of yeah. ten years, they would have got a third round pick. They right. kind of got the short end of the stick. Which so when these guys out of your hands, you know, yeah. You know. When these guys sign somewhere else, you want them. If you're a Steelers fan, you should want them to do well. You want them to play every snap and do well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that helps you. Part of the equation, right? Yeah, hundred percent. No, I, I could see Juju getting pretty good money. I know we mentioned the Browns a little earlier, but I think their logic in the Amari Cooper move was: Is Amari Cooper worth twenty million dollars? Probably not, but we stick at receiver, and I'd rather give that 20 to Amari than fight three teams for Juju or Allen Robinson and get that up to 20 million. You know what I mean? Uh, got some more news here. The Titans, Ooh, good. the Titans are keeping Ben Jones two years, $14 million. Mm, okay. So there goes a center off the board. Uh, so top two centers have already been locked up and a couple of top guards. So interior line sealer fans are hot and heavy at the at the moment that seems like the position that is getting the most attention and, and seven million dollars a year for a guy like ben jones that's right. yeah i mean he's a good player i good mean player. If the Steelers can land somebody in that neighborhood for that kind of money great i mean he'd have been a welcome addition here i'm sure immediately Steelers nation why did the Steelers give him 7.5 i mean i don't know you know he, but I mean, probably, he probably wanted to stay in tennessee Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to block for Derrick Henry, and um, this is working out well. Right. Uh, the Seahawks have also given Sidney Jones, who they traded for, or they signed, they trade for him or signed him last year. Signed him after he got released. Yeah, by, yeah he got released by uh, Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Three point six million dollars for one year. Okay. They also locked up Quandry Diggs. Yes. Who I think is one of the best underrated safeties in this class. To a three-year deal. I mean, he's he's a lot more Minka than he is strong. I mean, Diggs to me is a really good player. Um, but okay, their, their secondary makes that makes some sense. Sidney Jones is an interesting player. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Uh, you know, yeah, things are falling left and right. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers, of course, uh, making the big move today to sign uh, Mitch or agree to terms with Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's the. That's the proper terminology there because that doesn't become official until Wednesday at four yep. o'clock. Ask Tyson Alulu how that works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of stuff can happen. I mean, guys can back out of these deals. You know, these these aren't written in stone yet. These are, you know, there's still time to to. Uh, you can't make one more call to the agent. You know, between yeah. now and Wednesday, make that last. There's push. usually one. Yeah, there's usually one more. Um, another prediction. Okay. When we get together two days from now, the Steelers will have 
at least somebody else side, whether it's from their team or others. I would say that that's very likely. In fact, I'd I say think so too. That's probably multiple guys. Yeah, that was my next question. If the over/unders, it's one and a half or two. Are you going over? I mean, I could I could see them re-signing Akella Weatherspoon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, taking care of that cornerback need. Um, I could see them. If they were to do that, I'm sorry, I was getting ahead of myself. That's okay. Do you think they're done with Hayden after the Millet deal? Not necessarily. They'll, they'll allow I him to think so either. Yeah. You know, they'll allow him to, to test the market again. He turns 33 in April. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is there going to be yeah, a I'll bring him back a robust market for, for Joe Hayden? Probably not. Probably not. You know, if, I, if, I don't think he's a first wave guy. Is there is there a team out there looking to add a veteran cornerback who can provide some leadership? that has a, a chance to win a Super Bowl, maybe, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe Kansas city said, Hey Joe, we'd like you to come in. And I don't know if they have the money to do it, but perhaps or green Bay Buffalo, Buffalo plays yeah. off the Tredavis white or something like that. Green yeah. Bay makes sense. Russell Douglas is leaving, you know, yeah, those, those all, all those spots, the Rams, you know, played opposite Ramsey or something like that. You know, I could see that, but I don't think he's going to the Jets or Jags or Texans. No, he's not going to just take a money deal. But Joe, Joe's made a lot of money. <laughs> he's done quite fine for himself. In yes. His career. I think, in fact, I think Joe might be the highest paid cornerback in NFL history in terms of money that he's been paid. Really? If, that adds up. I yeah. mean, you know, he, he signed a couple of deals with Cleveland. He's had a long career. You know, he's like had Rams, a long, he's not yeah. going to catch him yet, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers gave him pretty good money the, when they signed him a few years ago. Um, I know when we did our triple takes, uh, where we did it wasn't actually a triple take. We did a thing for Steelers.com about our top uh, free, free agents. Signings. Yeah, yeah. You can find that and, there. And you had Joe in there, and I didn't. Um, Neither did Mike. I looked at that today. Yeah. He had Ryan Clark. Was the name he, I had, have. he had Ryan Clark in there. I actually had uh, Dwayne uh, Washington. Dwayne Washington and you had Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about Hayden there. I, I couldn't put him in. I I didn't consider him a true free agent sign, even though he was. I thought I, I felt like I was cheating a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a yeah. He, technically, he's a free agent because he got released, but it wasn't a free agent free agent signing. You know, yes, he got he got cut at the end of training camp by by the Browns and and scooped up by the Steelers. I mean, I I think a free agency is this period. Like, you know, when the, yeah. the actual free agent period hit. But I think it's an argument between those three players. I yeah. Think the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other, the other four guys are all slam dunks. Yeah. Go check it out on Steelers.com. Um, I was torn between Kevin Green and Farrier at one. I think both you guys put Farrier. I put Green because he's, he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I hear that. Uh, yeah. Know, I just Farrier was such a key player on multiple Super Bowl teams, though. Um, and and that was here longer. Yeah, that to me carried some weight. And what you know, what you did to help the team win—that's why I couldn't. You know, another reason why I wouldn't have put Hayden above a guy like Dwayne Washington or Ryan Clark. Joe Hayden's never won a playoff game. Yeah, still, man. still. It, here's a little nugget for you I saw that's just talking about how much Hayden's made in his career. So Kirk Cousins is now staying in. We do talk about a lot of the league news. But Kirk Cousins is staying in Minnesota. He signed basically a two-year extension guarantee. He now, after next year, will have made $231 million as an NFL player. Not bad for, a, what, a fourth-round pick that that team traded on the farm to move up to number two to get – He's got a 500 record as a starter. And he's like a 500 player. And 
good for Kirk. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it brings you back to the Jimmy conversation. Like if a guy like him is going to make 230 million in his career, win half of his games has like one or two signature wins at most in his career. Is that really good business? You know, big picture? Probably not. Probably not. The Jets have re-signed Braxton Berrios to a two-year oh, really? 12, two year $12 million deal. My takeaway from that hearing it is, well, then they probably won't be bringing back Crowder. You know, they're not going to sign both those slot types. So yeah. I'm not sure the Steelers will be interested in Crowder. I could take or leave him, but, you know, he's a guy that's out there too. Yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, if you're going to go after a slot corner, I'd, I'd like to see it be somebody who can also play outside. Yeah. 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 I agree. If you had to, you know, because if you, you have to, yeah. And, and he can't. Um, no, neither of those guys really do. Yeah. So it's, it's all been, it's very interesting here thus far. I mean, I, I didn't know, I wasn't sure what to expect from this period this year because we really didn't have it last year. There was right. a, there, there was no, a, you're right. There was an early signing period, but nobody had money. Everybody was kind of releasing guys at this point. To they were know. all scrambling. What are we going to do with this massive, <laughs> you know, this massive cap drop? Another cap news, and it's going to be more of a conversation down the road. It sounds like next year's cap is going to blow up. Too. Yeah, you know. So keep <laughs> that in mind with these signings, or the Minka or Deontay extension, or. What are they paying Trubisky? How's this contract weighted this year versus next? Next year, cap it supposed to go up significantly. Yeah, that's all part of the, the TV deal, and we'll, we'll get the chance uh, this weekend. I'll head down to the uh, spring meetings uh, down in, in yeah, Florida, yeah. Uh, West Palm Beach or Palm Beach, I guess, uh, and that'll be a, a, a big topic. And well, two of the guys, uh, Mike Tomlin, will talk this weekend as we'll come mm. over it again. So we'll get a chance to hear from them and see what they think of this whole situation here. By then they probably will have a couple other guys signed as well. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they will. You know, whether it be their own guys or, you know, another outside free agent. So it's all very interesting here. This, this off season, I knew it was, we knew it was going to be. We knew I mean, it was going to be, and yeah. they actually have money and it's going to be, you know, they've been setting themselves up to do big things this off season by their standards. That doesn't mean sign the top three guys on the market to <laughs> way too much money and cutting them a year from now, but we knew they'd be active and they're proving to be that way, you know? Yeah. Uh, so here's the latest one. Okay. And this is a report, you know, Allen Robinson is torn between the lions, Browns and chiefs. Like how could the Browns sign Allen Robinson? I, I don't understand their <laughs> offensive spend, spending. I just don't. I mean, everyone on their, on their offense makes a lot of money. Yeah, that, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. I don't know why he'd want to go there. Right. I'm not sure he's good anymore. He might be. I'm not sure. He's, I would. I'd have a hard time giving twenty million dollars out Robinson. I mean, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know how the Chiefs would afford him. Agreed. They have a million free agents too. Right. I mean, they're just going to say, "Okay, uh, Honey Badger, we'll see you." Um, you know, some of these other guys that are key free agents, Frank Clark, but yeah, still, I mean, they still have a lot of holes on them. I mean, they need are these, bodies. Are these they teams have... not interested in playing defense whatsoever? You know, I get it. Okay. Kansas city can go out and not just simply outscore people. Yes. Can Cleveland do that with Baker Mayfield, a quarterback? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think uh, so either. <laughs> not at all. Right. I mean, they, and they're still always going to be a run first team. I mean, I, if I were the Browns, I would still consider a wide receiver in round one, you know, add Garrett right. Wilson. Or, that's much know. cheaper. I, that's I don't a much understand. different situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't understand why you'd be shopping in that neighborhood to uh, to go out and make a deal. Right. That, that wouldn't make I mean, sense. The Lions absolutely need a outside receiver, and they've played against Robinson, but, man, I mean, he's not going to put him over the top. No, I don't think so either. Uh, no. You know, so it's all interesting. We'll, we'll continue to, to break this down when we come back on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. But that's going to do it for today's show. And, uh, well, by the time this thing uh, is, is live and on the air – Heck, there may be 25 other signings that have happened here. Oh, uh, there will be. This been, just... we, we could just do a show all day long and just react to some of these stuff that happens. Oh, I know. <laughs> we could just be live and just start talking about, oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Right. 100%. That's, that's the beauty of doing uh, doing this stuff uh, these, this time of year and, and uh, having fun Gave with it. Up. Yeah. Yep. But it's going to be a busy one. It's going to be a busy one, but that's going to do it for today's show. We hope you uh, enjoyed it. Uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, s Bank is here to help. Learn how s Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. s Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.